the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And one of the favorite novelty bets that's out there every single year that people probably wager millions of dollars on in totality. What? Color will the Gatorade bath be at the end of the game, provided there is one, because it's actually not happened a couple of times uh, over the last decade in Super Bowl action. And, of course, there's odds on it right now, uh, available at a slew of sportsbooks. Bet and Jam's got odds, and I'm pulling these specifically from DraftKings Sportsbook, Lundy. So here are the options. Clear slash water leading the way at DK at 2-1 to one odds. Orange at three to one, yellow slash green at plus three fifty, blue at four to one, none. Again, that's happened a couple of times. At five to one, red slash pink at ten to one. And if you wanna chuck a Hail Mary, purple derple at twelve to one. Now I, I did some research on this and there was an athletic article about it in which they interviewed a former Gatorade executive, and under anonymity, uh the exec came out and said The Gatorade color is selected by Gatorade, so it's not the team that chooses a flavor, and it's intentionally randomized. There are three colors with different flavors lined up for the players to grab and dump on their coach. So there's three different colors there that they have to choose from, and whatever the players pick, there is the intentional randomization of it all. So your guess is as good as mine, and this is truly a spin of the roulette wheel on the uh, the color palette. So, uh, I'm giving you $100. Where are you going to slap that uh, Benji down on color-wise in this Gatorade competition, amigo? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. If you're giving me 100 bucks, I'm just leaving and going to the bar. Uh, but... <laughs> If I got to I'll go. Uh, I like uh, I like plus three fifty, Brad, on yellow slash green. That's my <laughs> that was my point. pick. That was my pick. Oh, see now that now we, no, okay now we got to stretch it out. Okay, I'll go blue then. If you're gonna do that, I'm going blue. Okay, so looking at uh, the recent history since 2010, orange has hit five times during that span. Blue second most at three. Yellow slash green only once, and then in 2017 uh, when the Patriots won in 2013. Uh, when the Ravens uh, took it, uh, none and none. So there were no Gatorade baths in either of those games. So that is an option, of course, there on the table. What's really fascinating, too, is if you go back uh, from 2005 to 2008, we had four consecutive Super Bowls where it was clear. So if it was intentionally randomized back then, you know, it just kept coming up with uh, no flavor whatsoever. So it's really fascinating how uh, this uh, shakes out. So it is a complete crapshoot. Uh, I mean, it is a, a stab in the dark, to say the least. So I'm going to go with something with longer odds, and I'm kind of with you there on the yellow-green side of things. Hell, I may even sprinkle a little something on the purple at 12-1. to 1. Why the heck not? Maybe this it's, is purple's year, Lundy. It's 12, it's 12 to 1, baby. You got to make yourself some cash. Yeah, let it ride. That's what we always say here on the Faith the Noise podcast. And with that, it is a Hockey Hope Day edition. Let's get to it with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, if you listened to the podcast yesterday, I hopefully you followed Lundy's advice because everything that I threw out yesterday, whether it was an NBA player prop, uh, whether it was in college basketball, if you adhered to Fade the Noise, kudos to you. You made the mint. Uh, you're probably going to be putting a down payment on an exotic car at any moment uh, because I missed everything, Lundy. 
everything. So please, let's drop the puck and make some bucks and give our listeners an actual winner. What do you got tonight? Well, I would enjoy that, Brad. I would definitely enjoy some winners. Let's go to Seattle. The Kraken will be hosting the Coyotes. Couple of bottom dwellers as we talk about the National Hockey League. But Seattle, they've played well at home. You know how much we enjoy the Kraken and that logo. Uh, so we yeah. are going to go with Seattle. But they are heavy favorites on the money line. So let's take them on the puck line, Brad. Let's get Seattle to win this thing by multiple goals. Because if you take Seattle minus one and a half, you can get them at a plus 110. Even though Arizona has played at times. Times better. Obviously, they broke the Colorado Avalanche home uh, winning streak. Uh, the Abs had won 18 in a row until Arizona uh, took care of business in a shootout uh, in overtime. So they gained a little bit of momentum, but I don't know that that's going to last uh, all that long for Arizona because, frankly, they're still a crappy team. So as they go to Seattle, let's take the crack and let's lay the puck line on the minus one and a half. In the, and that one, by the way, at DraftKings Sportsbook, a plus 110. Ooh, get seduced by the juice and release! The Kraken. Number four. All right, let's go to the NBA. And I'm going to play the fade game today on Jakob Pertl of the San Antonio Spurs. And I'm going to take the under on 11.5 points against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, I look at Pertl. Uh, he's actually been over this in eight of his last nine games. But the last time he faced Cleveland back out January 14th, almost pulled off the impossible, Lundy. Uh, he was 0-4 from the floor. Did not register a single free throw made, so he posted a donut in the box score in 33 minutes played, but he sank 12 rebounds. That's just a very odd line. You don't really see that every day. Uh, this is the 14th worst match for his center, uh, according to some of the advanced DVP tools that are out there. And when he got Allen, he got Mobley there in the post. And knowing that Cleveland is number three in the NBA in effective field goal percentage defense, uh, despite the recency and the trend going the opposite way, I think Pirtle, uh doesn't reach double figures. So I think it's going to be a single-digit performance for him in the box score in terms of points. So fade or follow, Jakob Pirtle. Will he get those points on the over-the-under, in your opinion, Lundy? I'm taking the under 11.5 at Cleveland. Again, minus 115 at DK. Uh, I'm going to follow you on this one, Brad, just because if you look at his totals, he actually averages two points fewer on the road than he does at home. Um, and so his road total average is 12.1 points per contest. So, you know, he's got to get just to his average to get over this. You talked about the goose egg that he put up the last time they played the Cavs. I I'm with you. I just don't think this is the right matchup for him. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he finishes right at nine or ten points tucks underneath that 11 and a half but again looking at what his home and road splits are uh, this is a guy that's a lot more comfortable when they're at the AT&T Center in San Antonio than when they've got to uh, uh, t hit the road uh, against anybody let alone a team in the east so bad matchup uh, his stats play into this we're going to fade Pirtle tonight yeah no doubt about it do the opposite of what you're thinking and take the under on Yaka Pirtle. Number three. All right, let's go to the world of college basketball. And I am wide awake for the forest, the Demon Deeks. Uh, I think they are going to post a ton of crooked numbers in the box score tonight. Give me the over on 77 and a half points on the team total minus 105. So a light juice at FanDuel Sportsbook. Wake taking on NC State on the road. And here's what we know about the Wolfpack. Uh, they are toothless uh, when it comes to playing defense. Number 305 in the world of college basketball. Basketball and effective field goal percentage. D, they're giving up 42.5% 
from along the arc in ACC action. They are also dead last in the ACC in points per possession allowed, allowing a staggering 1.14 points per possession. Now, Wake, one of the faster teams in college basketball, at number 46 at adjusted tempo, and they can really get after it around the rim. A high near proximity conversion rate as uh, they have netted 61.1% inside the arc in ACC play. They've been over this in eight of 13 games uh, in ACC action, and I I think they're going to race their way to an 80-plus point performance tonight on the road against State. So fade or follow, Wake Forest over 77.5. Team total points minus 105 at FanDuel. Well, we know they keep hitting the over. We know just in general, not necessarily their team total, but the games keep hitting the over. They've been over in five out of their last six games. NC State has been over in four out of their last five where they've been a home dog. Uh, Just all the trends are pointing towards this being high scoring. So let's correlate, uh, as you like to say, bring it all together. uh, And (laughs) let's recognize that Wake is going to score. I I think you're right. I think this is 82 plus uh, for Wake in this contest. They are going to score and score with ease. Yep, no doubt about it. Wake! And bake! Run, Demon Deeks, run! Stay tuned for my top picks of the world of college basketball plus bonus time in the NBA, the NHL, and yeah, of course you guessed it, more college hoops. Number two. All right, let's go to a battle on a behemoth one inside the Big East, Lundy. Uh, the Seton Hall Pirates, yarr, shiver me timbers, taking on the Xavier Musketeers. And I'm going to side with the home team here, and I'm going to lay the chalk. Give me the Hall, minus three and a half against those Muskies. Now, you look at Seton Hall, it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride, but I think this team has found its bearings, its direction. They've won back-to-back games. Uh, they're now just one game below 500 after a disappointing start in league play. And it's all about the interior D for the Hall, as they're giving up just 43.7% inside the arc in Big East play. Uh, And that is really the scoring M.O. of the Xavier Musketeers team. Uh, 53.3% of their points come from two-point range. Uh, Now, I think ultimately, they got to get to the line. And if they cash early and often on those freebies, uh, Seton Hall is going to win this thing by 5-plus as uh, they are the best free-throw shooting team in the conference at 77.8%. Heck, 22.3% of their points come at the charity stripe. So a team... Well, that really needs to rack up the quadrant one wins, and this would be one of those opportunities. Xavier is number 21 right now in the net. Uh, the Hall, a projected 10-11 seed, according to the bracket matrix and the bracketologists that are pulled there. So acquiring a fourth quad one win would be huge for this squad, and I think they will get it done at home and score us the cover. So, Luddy. Fade or follow Seton Hall minus three and a half against Xavier minus one ten at FanDuel. You you're making me nervous with this one, dude. Really nervous. Three and a half for Hall. Brad, that in the matchup between these two teams in the last five meetings, the road team is five and zero oh against the spread. Yeah. It's a new day. It's a new year, baby. Ooh, I ain't worried. I ain't nervous. scared. 
Uh, all right, fine. I'll I'll follow you on this one. But <laughs> damn it, this one makes me nervous when you look at the trends between these two teams. Both of them need some kind of a solid win. But I will say this. I have had a lot of trust issues lately with Xavier uh, after getting yeah. burned on a bet uh, about a week and a half ago. So, uh, yeah, I, they make me nervous. Maybe I'm just a, maybe maybe I'm a little bitter, just just slightly, uh, just a little bitter uh, with Xavier. So let's go with the Pirates and let's hope that that oh, Captain Hook does not come into play. Yar! No, I'm not going to come into play, but back, me pirates. Number one. All right, let's go to the SEC, and this, uh, I think, is going to be maybe the best game on the docket tonight. I mean, we had an exciting range of college basketball games, not including my Illini yesterday, who absolutely crapped the bed in the second half uh, inside Mac Arena against the Purdue Boilermakers. Congratulations, Purdue, on a likely uh, Big Ten title, or at least a piece of it, after sweeping my Illini in the regular season, but in the SEC, I, you know I like desperate teams this time of year, Lundy. Teams that need resume wins. We talked about Seton Hall maybe being one of those teams. Mississippi State is the definition of desperate because it's a team that is a very, very much on the bubble. Both cheeks firmly planted right now, and, and they need a quarter one win. They only have one on the overall resume, one in five uh, against quarter one competition. And they've got a golden opportunity at home in Stark Vegas against the Tennessee Volunteers. And I'm going to take State. Uh, the Bulldogs are going to earn those sausages straight up to take this on the money line at plus 105 at BetMGM. Uh, ben Allen's only been to one NCAA tournament in six seasons uh, with Mississippi State. And I think, you know, this, this one would certainly – bolster his chances of getting a second NCAA tournament appearance in seven years. In order to do so, they got to punish the paint. Uh, 61.5% of the Bulldogs' points come from two. That is number one in the SEC. So it's all about Garrison Brooks and Molinar as well. They get a lot of second-chance conversions, number eight in second-chance conversion rate, according to Haslametrics. And you look at Tennessee, where they're most vulnerable defensively, is on the interior, number 10 in the SEC, and two-point percentage D. So uh, Mississippi State's defense has been overly generous this season, but uh, ultimately, you know, 12-1 and at home, uh, I think they will defend that court and score a much-needed victory. So, Lundy, fade or follow Mississippi State on the money line against the Vols, plus 105 at MGM. Desperate teams. Brad, it's kind of like being desperate in betting, right? You know, you just you, <laughs> late night, you're trying to find that really late-night game that Hawaii! you're confident about. Wyoming, uh, go! Oh. That's all. Yeah. Hawaii, Wyoming, uh, anything involving uh, one of the Mountain West teams, uh, anything like that. Uh, the, the Western Athletic Conference. We, we're always trying to get desperate picks. Well, I think you're right about Mississippi State being desperate. And look, you, you already just mentioned it just a second ago. 12 and one at home. Now they suck on the road. They're 0 and five, uh, yeah. but they're 12 and one at home. I think they defend it. I like the idea of just taking them straight up on the money line. I think this is a good call uh, and, a, and a fun bet tonight. And let's hope that uh, we do not get. Uh, is it possible to get a lionide? Is that a new thing now? Can oh, we no, no. We, 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 we got to stop right there. We do not need any new negative verbiage tied to my beloveds. <laughs> that was painful to watch, that brother. Was that was really painful to, uh, to watch last night. Well, thankfully, I had a lot of tequila <laughs> to get me through <laughs> the rest of the evening. Because I was just sitting there yes. despondent at the bar. Like, I cannot believe what I'm witnessing right now. But, you know, shit happens. And, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah Brad and I. 
Brad and I did the divide and conquer thing last night. We were we were here. I'm on Radio Row right now. You're over uh, closer to the lovely uh, ocean view yes. that you have because yeah, you're fancy um, and getting ready to do your television show. But you and I met up yesterday at Radio Row, and then we went our separate ways. And so, you know, every now and then I don't know what exactly to expect when we sit down to do this pod, either from you or from me, the morning after being uh, uh, in, in Cali like we are right now. Yeah, uh, I looked at my face in the mirror this morning, and I said, bro, you look haggard. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's day three of Super Bowl week, and usually uh, oh, I have, like, man. one foot in the pine box uh, by the time Friday rolls around. That's why I leave, and I never stick around for the game. You know, people are always asking, why don't you ever go to the game? Because I'm nearly deceased Come Friday, and if I stay another you know day or two and party a little bit more, uh, yeah, the pulse will no longer register. So it's important for me to get the hell out of Dodge uh, back at Casa de Evans. All right, let's get people some more picks here, Lundy. It's bonus time. What else you got on this update? Yeah, just a couple of leans that I'm going to take here. we got an early contest in the NHL with Philly. The Flyers are hosting uh, the Red Wings. I'm going to take the road team. Give me Detroit. Uh, they're at a minus 105, so basically no juice there on the money line. I expect the Red Wings to get it done on the road. Uh, and then on top of that, let's go with Edmonton. The Oilers are at home against the Blackhawks, another one where the money line is pretty strong, so you might want to pair that together uh, with one of the other picks that I've got. Maybe Edmonton on the money line plus the Kraken just straight on the money line. If you put those two together, you're going to get yourself a plus 125. So a couple of hockey plays for you here on a hump day. All right, uh, let's get some more college basketball. Working one more NBA player prop as well. Uh, with college hoops, the Rutgers. It's going to be rocking once again inside the rack uh, where they have defended home court uh, key wins against Purdue, Michigan, Iowa, Michigan State. Will Ohio State be the next victim? Uh, they really defend inside those friendly confines, giving up just 0.913 points per possession at home. Ohio State, number 139 in adjusted offensive efficiency away from Columbus this season. So I think Geo Baker, Ron Harper Jr., who uh, are really lighting up the nets, Harper in particular, shooting 41.2% from outside. They're going to rip cords, and I think Rutgers is going to cover at the plus 3.5 against the visiting Buckeyes. Elsewhere, another plus odds team that I like. Uh, this one also at home, George Mason, taking on Richmond for the second time in like less than five days. Uh, they lost the prior matchup, 62-59, to without Josh Aduro, uh, their top scorer and top interior player. We'll see if he is back. He's been in concussion protocol, but I think Mason's going to hang tough regardless. I mean, they were only 5-16 of 16 from 3 in that first matchup against the Spiders, which is unusual because it's the best 3-point shooting team in the A-10 at 40.3%. Richmond, number 11 in the league in 3-point percentage, G, giving up 36.5%, so overly generous there. I think Mason... Covers the plus one and a half. Take on the money line. Absolutely love that as well at plus odds. Uh, do you like parlays? Well, of course you do. Here's a four-legger that pays plus 149. Give me Memphis on the money line against Tulane. Houston on the money line against SMU on the road. DePaul on the money line against Woeful Georgetown at home. And the Miami Hurricanes on the money line against Georgia Tech. All four of those hit, again, plus 149. And in the NBA... Uh, I love LaMelo Ball uh, taking on his brother's team, although his brother's not going to be in action, the Chicago Bulls. On the over for LaMelo, 14.5 combined rebounds plus assists. Uh, it's minus 130 at BetMGM, but he has been over this in eight of his last 18. He had 20 combined in the prior matchup against the Bulls uh, back in late November, and Chicago's defense has just unraveled. 
uh, number 21 in the NBA now in adjusted defensive efficiency. Uh, they've been lousy here over the last, like, 10, 15 games, and they have allowed uh, the 10th most assists per game of any team in the league. So Ball could get close to doing this in assists alone. So if he goes out there, drops like 10, 11 dimes, all we got to get are four or five rebounds and cash a ticket. And there you have it. That is a wrap on this rapid fire pew, pew, pew edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review. Would you kindly if you enjoy this podcast? And until next time, bottoms up, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.